Every corner of the digital universe. You can instant link to the internet. I'm Stravi Mailer, E3 video phone. Technology called eye smell. Smelling mold and mildew and animals. Man, I got to smell the swamp today. Welcome to Water Cold Potato, your guide to the obsolete and absurd tech of the past, present, and future. I'm Kevin. I'm John. And nowadays we have all of this advanced VR technology to use our bodies to play games. Oh, I know what this one's going to be. And before that, we had the Wii and similar devices. In the 1980s, there were very limited options. One of them was Mattel's Data Glove. Wait. Okay. I don't think this is what I thought it was going to be. Continue. And its younger brother, the Power Glove. Okay, then. Which is today's topic. All right, not what I thought it was going to be. Oh, maybe you have to do a topic on whatever you thought. Yeah. Now let's power through the history. Ha oh, ha Oh, no. <laughs> Only put, I promise. Ever since computers came into existence, people thought it would be cool to track hand and finger gestures, but didn't really have enough computing power. In 1989, humanity felt it might have technology advanced enough to complete the feat. So private companies and individuals worked on designing a glove that can track your whole hand. Okay. Mattel's Data Glove was one of the first technological gloves with hand tracking in 1989. But it came with a hefty price tag of $9,000. <laughs> Nine grand for a hand tracker. Or $18,723 today. <laughs> Do keep in mind, back then, that was super high-tech. Yeah, but what would you use it for? Well, some of the uses were, like, for modeling and whatnot and some sort of... No, I don't really... Tan modeling and some other uses. Like, wouldn't go into detail of that. Modeling as in, like... Like, 3D computer modeling. Okay, not like... This hand is so pretty. No, no. Computer modeling. <laughs> okay. And you can also, like, you can also draw using your fingers as well. Okay, kind of cool, but also not worth 20 grand. Almost 20 grand in today's money. Yeah. <laughs> like, a, that. that's a commercial version. Yep. Employees saw its potential in the gaming industry and offered it to Nintendo which eventually accepted. However, a $9,000 price tag is much too high for a consumer item, so Mattel engineers worked hard for five months to get the cheaper consumer-friendly version ready for Christmas. Oh, no. Oh, now no. <laughs> work, so they were just quick in a hurry, make this thing cheap so we can sell it for Christmas. That sounds like a terrific idea. <laughs> <laughs> now for some technical stuff. The data glove was able to detect yaw, pitch, and roll okay. via fiber optic sensors to detect finger movements. It also had a resolution of 256 positions, or 8 bits to each finger, minus the pinky figure to save money because it usually just mimics the fourth finger. Okay. It still costs 9 grand to make. The Power Glove, on the other hand, was designed for consumers in mind, so it had a bit less features to make the price reasonable. Oh boy. For one, it could only detect roll. It also had cheaper sensors coated with conductive ink, 
which allowed it to have a resolution of four positions, or two bits to each finger. Again, Ooh. minus the pinky finger. With only two bits per finger to four fingers, the Power Glove was able to store all of its data in a single byte, compared to the Data Gloves, four bytes, so they compressed the information four times. Well, one to one quarter of the original because of the cheaper sensors. What good is this thing? Well, supposedly with that little information, it's somewhat accurate. Theoretically, it's accurate, according to the specifications. You said four positions per finger. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. With two bits. Seeing so like closed fist, partially open fist, slightly, mostly open hand, and completely open hand. Like something like that, yeah. Okay. 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 Now, how the power glove was able to detect roll was through ultrasonic speakers on the glove. Why? And receivers around the TV. No, what? It's a lot cheaper. They had to make it cheaper somehow. And according to their testing, it worked. So that's what they went with. Okay. Some other various facts of the power glove was there was a large and small size. And it was made for the right hand only because 90% of the population is right-handed. Makes sense, I guess. It also cost Mattel only $23 to make the power glove. Ah, that's cheaper. A lot cheaper. Mm-hmm. In October of 1989, the Power Glove was released to the public for the retail price of $80. It had a traditional NES controller on the arm as well as buttons for configuration, and had sound blasters on top of the palm to help determine its positions to the TV. It also came with two separate manuals to help you set it up, because it was a bit complicated. <laughs> okay, what was it supposed to do? Hand tracking. For what, though? Like, you're in a video game, and you can you can control stuff with your hand. Also, Mike Tyson's Punch-Out, you can punch him with a power glove. You don't need a controller, you can just punch. Okay. So the games had to support this thing? I'm getting to that. Okay. You are a person of 2020, so you know VR, and you're, you're desensitized to all of it. People back in 1989... At CES 1989, were ecstatic when the Power Glove was first shown. I mean, it's kind of cool, yeah. And projected sales went from 60 million to 120 million due to the hype. Hype, hype, hype. Okay, we're we're at a point in time where this amazing new technology you can do stuff with your hand. There was. You could do stuff with it. You could play games with it. Okay. If it works, it's cutting-edge technology. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So why wouldn't everyone want it? I mean, it's 80 bucks for a glove. Yeah. Which is what in today's money? About 150 um, 150 bucks. 
for a glove that can kind of sort of detect. I mean, I, uh, I, uh, well, you were part of the small percentage of population that didn't care then. I would certainly <laughs> think it's cool. I'd certainly try one out if I had the opportunity. Mm. But I don't think I'd be spending 150 bucks on it. Mm, okay. Fair enough. When the Power Glove hit the market, 654,000 units were sold within six weeks. That's a lot. That's surprising. And the retail price jumped to $139. Oh! Oh, wow! Another 350,000 units were sold, despite the price jump afterwards. How? So yes, a million units were sold. Okay. The Power Glove even made it into Hollywood, where actor Lucas Barton played the game Rad Racer with the Power Glove in the movie The Wizard and said, quote, I love the Power Glove. It's so bad. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Your face. <laughs> okay, so the marketing and the product concept was good. Sales were good. But like the 3DO interactive multiplayer console, there was a problem. There was almost no games for the Power Glove. That's kind of what I figured. Almost. Bad Street Brawler and Super Glove Ball were the only games designed specifically for the Power Glove. So Super Glove Ball was you'd have inner 3D space and you can hit a ball. Kind of like Tet no, not Tetris. What other that game is where you have a moving paddle and you put... Pong? Pong, Blockbuster, yeah. Yeah, that kind of thing. So okay. Like, except it's in a 3D space. Okay, so it's like tennis, sort of. It's like virtual tennis, except kind of. you're using your hand instead of a racket? No. Okay. Am I misunderstanding? Have, have you, haven't you ever played a, a brick-busting game? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's like that, except 3D. Okay. Something kind of like that. Yeah, similar. All right. Anyway, so... Backwards compatibility. Mm. You'd think... You'd hopefully hope that everything works and you can use the power glove like an actual controller, right? I mean, it'd sure be nice if you could, like, remap finger positions to controls or something. Probably we're able to do that to an extent. However, backwards compatibility was extremely poor. Mm, awesome. There were also legs. Or in worst case scenarios, despite all your finger dance and whatever, the glove <laughs> won't pick up any movements at all. Fun. So basically, you have an expensive toy that you paid 80 or even $139 for that can do two tricks very well. But other than that, it's useless. Yeah, good thing they worked very hard to make it cheap. Yep. Well, cheap. Yeah. I mean, if they tried to sell the data glove, almost nobody would buy it because of how high the price is. Yeah, no one's going to spend nine grand. But it'd actually work. <laughs> Still, if it only had two games. 
Mm, yeah, true. One thing that still amazes me is the Power Glove had one bit for all the information on your whole hand. I'm kind of... Okay, after after we get into recording this, I'm going to go see if I can buy one of these on eBay, because I'm kind of curious if I can get one of these for fairly cheap now and hook it up to a microcontroller. Mmm, that sounds like... Okay, well, I kind of want to see one in person, so... Okay, I might be down for this. One year later, in 1990, sales declined. Yep. And the price of the Power Glove dropped to $50. Oh, okay. In October, sales dropped even further, and the product was discontinued. Uh-huh. A similar product called the U-Force hit the market, but that too quickly failed. Okay. Way faster. <laughs> well, because there's no hype with it at CES 1990 or 89 or anything like that. Hmm. At that point, it just looked like a Power Glove knockoff. Right. Yeah, make a knockoff of the product that didn't do so well. Terrific idea. Well, it's our chance to get in the market. Uh-huh. We can make one that actually works. <laughs> With, what, two games? Or... Uh, well, one of my main questions is... I don't think they had support from Nintendo. So... So, that was going to start from the beginning. If you can't even get into the gaming market. All right. Despite the Power Glove's short lifespan, sales still hit 88 million. So 28 million above original expected revenue. And popped up in movies and video games and became engraved into pop culture today. Wow. Well, how have I never heard of it then? You've been living under a rock. Okay, that's probably true. I mean... I mostly live under a rock, but I've seen memes and stuff, and there's plenty of video games as well that integrate the Power Glove into their stuff. Okay, now I've got to look this thing up. <laughs> That's why I'm surprised you haven't picked this topic yet. I didn't know this thing existed. Ah, uh, it's ingrained into pop culture! Well, then again, it's mainly for 80s kids. <laughs> oh, wow. Ooh, want to explain what it looks like? Yeah, it looks like, um... Looks like someone chopped off Darth Vader's arm. Kind of. Um, I suppose. It looks, it's kind of like gray. So, it's a glove, but it looks like it actually goes about six to eight inches up your arm, above your wrist. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of gray. It looks kind of like it came off of a spacesuit. And then, like on the back of your hand, where your knuckles are, there's like a black plasticky box thing that says power glove and then there's a cable that goes from that to like a box that's mounted on the back of your wrist mm -hmm. that has uh, like a little it has quite a few buttons actually it looks like it's got like two rows of five buttons at the top then it's got like a little d-pad up, down, left, right, mm -hmm. and then... Yeah, you need all those buttons for configuration. <laughs> center, select, start, A, B. Traditional NES controller. Weird. Yeah, it, it, it looks like it uh, 
Looks like it came off a spacesuit. Oh, wait, it doesn't even... Hmm? Hold on. No, that's not... Somebody just cut the ends of the fingers off on that one, I think. Yeah. Huh. I never knew this existed. Well, I'm glad you know it exists now. Sure, a lot of our listeners already knew what this was. <laughs> Why I... would you do that on a Nintendo Switch? Why? I Yeah, I looks like someone photoshopped yeah. a pair of power gloves onto the sides of a Nintendo Switch. Yep. Great. I've got to see how much these things cost on eBay. Hmm. I didn't research that ahead of time, so go ahead. Uh, wow. Surprisingly more than I thought they would. Uh, yeah. I mean, they're like 50 bucks. Mm-hmm. 100 bucks. Yeah. 50 <laughs> to 100 bucks. Oh, here's one. <laughs> here's one that's in a travel case with instructions for 1500 bucks. That's eBay. Yeah, if these were a little cheaper, I'd consider trying to get one of these and then wire it up to, like, a Wi-Fi-enabled microcontroller and then use it for some kind of wireless hand gesture thing. Mm, but okay. it's probably... Oh, there's those ultrasonic whatever for trying to tell which way it's pointed. Okay, then. Mm -hmm. Weird-looking thing. Here's another fun fact. People eventually hacked into the Power Glove and made it make musical instruments. Cool! That's Yeah! Oh, yeah! Yeah, like air piano. Mm-hmm. Wow, Or cool. the buttons, other buttons for, like, sound effects and, or drums or whatever. That's cool. Mm-hmm. But yeah, other than that, that's all I have. Wow. Interesting. And keep in mind, this all happened within a span of a year. Yeah. Wow. Well, if you're including production, a year and five months. How did I never know this thing existed? And with all of the researching that I've done for this podcast, how have I never stumbled on this thing? Well, to be honest, I knew it existed before I researched it. So maybe that's why. Yeah, I, I've stumbled on all sorts of stuff. I've stumbled on interesting Nintendo stuff. There's a couple things I considered doing, and actually... At the beginning, I thought I knew exactly what you were going to be talking about. Power glove! <laughs> I was not even close. Well, if you kind of want to be technical, it doesn't completely fit our definition because it was a great product, but it well, also mainly failed. Well, and so. it's, it's, <laughs> it's obsolete and absurd, so I'd say it fits pretty well. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everyone, and we'll see you next time. Bye.